1: a spectacular semifinal saturday has created an exciting and compelling championship sunday for tennis around the globe in monte carlo two of the game's hottest young stars advanced to the final cruising in straight sets will it be tsitsipas or rublev to raise their first masters trophy plus in charleston algebra stormed into the final Will this be the week the highest ranked player on tour finally wins her first WTA crown? So what's trending and who's posting? We're checking the hashtags and handles from all the tennis platforms. It's a celebration on TC Live right now. Semifinal Saturday wrapping up in Charleston after two weeks of tennis in the low country. We are down to the final day. Welcome to TC Live, our half-hour post-game show to get you caught up on everything in the tennis world. As we bring you into our studios in Santa Monica, California, Steve Weisman back alongside Grand Slam champion Chanda Rubin anchored down Astra Sharma, the former Vandy star getting into the final. I love this. We are guaranteed a first time winner on the WTA
2: for another week this year. <laughs> it has been a bang on year starting already for 2021. And these two players, Jabor and Sharma have played such great tennis all week long. Nice to see them get this reward.
1: All right, let's bring in the third member of our TC Live team on this Saturday, John Wertham. As Chanda just said, uh, we we got two players, non-teenagers,
3: going for their first ever (laughs) title. Two two adults in a great contrast in styles. We have an athletic attacker against a very clever player who will use that drop shot. This should be a really fun final. You're right, not exactly the youth movement here, but we love it. Two mid-career veterans, one of them is going to get their first title. All right, and on
1: the men's side, for the second straight Masters 1,000, we had four semifinalists who never had won a Masters title, starting with Stefano Tsitsipas taking on Dan Evans, who was facing a former Masters finalist for the fifth straight match. But Chanda, the Brit kind of ran out of gas.
2: Yeah, it, it was all Tsitsipas from the start of this match. This was where he was able to open things up and get the break of serve. And Evans, who had played so well all week, big upset over Djokovic, wondered if he'd just have enough left in the tank. And Tsitsipas immediately capitalizing after winning the first set again at the net, taking the midcourt area away from Evans, who has showed some real poise on this play, getting these back-to-back wins. But it was Tsitsipas who had all the answers. Evans trying to be a little more aggressive, but Tsitsipas finds the line and just keeps the pedal to the metal. It was Tsitsipas' day. Evans would go on to play doubles after this. Great week for him, but Tsitsipas so strong.
1: Into another Masters
4: 1000 final
1: and back on the desk with Prakash.
4: You've uh, obviously been here before to the stage of a Masters 1000, your third final now. Is your mindset a little bit different going into this one, having having already been there? For sure. I'm going full in. I really... um, I'm going to try and give it up my best. I've had uh, opportunities in the past, finals that i played against good players, but um, I see that as an opportunity for me to do even better this time. And, of course, my will is there, and all of my determination is on uh, 100%. So will the third time be the charm? Let's take a look at this. Stefano Tsitsipas
1: lost in Toronto to Rafael Nadal, then lost in Madrid to Novak Djokovic, but... Those two guys, uh, they're out of it. (laughs) They don't have a chance to win in Monte Carlo as Stefano Sitsipas for the third time has an opportunity. Uh, He hasn't dropped a set yet, Chanda and John, and uh, this has been his event so far. Obviously, Dan Evans uh, didn't have enough today, but what stood out to you, John, about Stefano Sitsipas?
3: Yeah, he had a 45-minute quarterfinal. We didn't know. Maybe he wanted a little more back play. He came out today, and he only dropped three games. We've been talking about big upset. Novak Djokovic goes down, big upset, Nadal loses in Monte Carlo on clay. Haven't talked so much about Tsitsipas, but he has really been terrific this week.
2: Yeah, you kind of wondered. Sitsipas a little bit under the radar. We haven't talked as much about him. He had the retirement in his previous match. Was that going to affect him? Maybe he wouldn't be quite ready for the fight. Well, it didn't matter. He came out from the start, knew what he needed to do, had a good strategy, and kind of took Dan Evans' game and played it you know, two or three levels better. And it was just a solid performance.
1: It really was. Since he still has plenty of gas, plenty of energy. Quarterfinals or better, John, now at his last six events. So what would a Masters 1000 title do for Stefano Tsitsipas?
3: Well, I, I hate to be the ogre, but what would failing to seal it do for Sitsipas? It's another way to look at this because it's really about time. I mean, you, you got to win one of these before you win a major, right? And he's had – tremendous success at these he's now been to the semis or better at all three of the clay masters 1000s you almost feel like he needs to win this you could say the same thing about his opponent but this is a next step in his evolution and you'd like to think that he wins one of these masters soon because that will set him up to win a major
1: all right john let's see how that opponent got into the final andre rublev coming off arguably the biggest win of his life against 11 time monte carlo winner raf nadal would have to come from a breakdown, John, in both sets against the
3: Norwegian, Casper Root. Yeah, but I think you're right, Steve. I think you said it. How is he going to respond to really one of the biggest wins of his career, if not the biggest? Well, check out this point right here. These guys are close together alphabetically, but uh, far apart in tennis. They played three times before. Ruud had won all three, and now he extends it to 4-0. Oh. Broke are five yeah, right. times. He did five break points. Rublev did. Converted every one of them. And uh this this was good tennis. Is there a player who's better at just driving a mid-rally ball for winner? I think we sometimes don't talk enough about his mid-rally power. Nice win today. On to the finals.
4: After uh, such a sensational win last night, was it difficult to regroup and get ready for today? Half uh, and half. I mean...
2: I had I had yesterday so much attention from media, yeah. and uh, some people text me that I didn't even hear about them like for five or six years. <laughs> so and of course when it's like this, is a little bit tough because you start on focus, but. Uh, my coach knows me so well, and he knows that for me it's, like, never enough. <laughs> so he, he wanted also to celebrate a bit, but he was so focused, and we way like, uh, nothing to celebrate. We have much today. Keep focused. Love that. Uh, the coach
1: keeping him in check, <laughs> right? Uh, you can't celebrate yet. Plus... You know, with, with the restrictions right now in Monte Carlo, it's not like you can go out to Nobu yet. So, <laughs> Stefano Sinsipas, Andre Rublev, 8.30 a.m. Eastern. We've got the final for you in this match. Chanda, head-to-head, 3-3 when it comes to the ATP Tour. They know the, each other quite well. They've, they've gone back to the juniors. H- who gets the edge for you in this championship matchup?
2: What's the edge on the red clay? Do you have it's one-one last
1: year, so one okay. one overall. I remember,
2: yeah, okay. No, I think you know this will be interesting because Rublev. I mean, he just crushed the ball, and you think about his firepower and how he's able to hit through conditions. It's been a little cooler at times, a little windier, so you've got to favor him from that standpoint. But the way Sitsipas has been able to play, taking the midcourt area, coming in, using his volleys in that area of his game, I think if he can do that, he can maybe force Rublev into a few more errors, a few more mistakes maybe give him the slight edge from that standpoint, but I wouldn't want to live on the difference. Right. I feel like this is
1: a pick of a Steps ranked five, Rublev eight, but Rublev has eight titles to Sitsipas's five.
3: Rublev beat him earlier this year. John, what are your thoughts? I think there's a lot riding on this. And again, we, we didn't get uh, Nadal against Djokovic. Let's move on. This is probably the next sort of sizzling rivalry you would want. Someone's going to make a statement here. Someone's going to lapse behind. Rublev has won so many matches. This this guy's won 70-plus matches since 2020 but has not won a title of this magnitude. Neither has Tsitsipas. So I think there are a lot of stakes riding on this match. And again, 3-3 on the head-to-head is sort of a pick-em. But I think this match has a lot of consequence tomorrow. 3-3 on the ATP head-to-head. And then it was Rublev that got a win in
1: a a lower event. And then we go all the way back to juniors. And our guy Brett (laughs) Haver tweeted this because they played each other. At the Orange Bowl in 2014, the semifinals, and it was Sitsipas that took out, who was the, the the world number one junior at the time,
2: Andre Rublev, to make the final. I mean, it dates back seven years. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to this history between these guys playing that we can't even delve into we don't have that much time but you know I think it is more there's more on Sitsipas. you know he needs this a little bit more he's had some opportunities in the past he's been close not quite gotten it so I think there's more riding on it for him but yeah it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic comes into play this long history of, of them matching up against each other
3: that's good. Match prep from our friend Brett Hafer. He'll be uh, calling that as he has been all week with Jim Courier. Uh, again, junior rivals, and here they are mid career. Someone's going to walk home with their first Masters 1000. Stefano
1: Sitsipas would go on to lose in that Orange Bowl final to Stefan Kozlov. By the way, mm-hmm. Sophia Kennan, the girls mm-hmm. champ that year, our own Chanda Rubin, a former Orange Bowl champion. As well. Yeah. So you know it's a big deal. <laughs> Much more still to come here on TC Live. We'll head back to Monte Carlo. Danny and Prakash will preview tomorrow's championship match. Plus, would donka Kovanich get to her second straight Charleston final? We'll find out. You're watching TC Live. Chad John Steve back on TC Live. Canada without its top player, Bianca Andrescu at the Billie Jean King Cup. But 18-year-old Layla Fernandez stepping up to clinch the win over
3: Serbia, John. This was on the road. This is a three-set win for the 18-year-old. Nice win for Canada. Rebecca Marino helping as well. And Canada, a road tie. That's a nice win, 4-0. Yeah, other
1: teams advancing to next season's qualifiers. Great Britain, Italy, Kazakhstan doing it. In the doubles, the fifth and deciding rubber. So eight teams advancing to qualifiers next year. And Fernandez, Chanda, spoke about the name, Billie Jean King Cup, and how that brought out the best in her. This is the first time we're seeing it. It used to be the Fed Cup. Now it's the Billie Jean King Cup.
2: You no, know, I mean, it's it's so appropriate to have this competition named after Billie Jean King, who's been so instrumental in creating opportunities for women at the professional level, for women at at all levels really NCAA and and beyond and for men as well but you know for these professional women to finally have a name to kind of grasp and gravitate towards the cup the competition has already been one that's so special, playing for your country, playing with a team, playing for your teammates. But to now have someone like Billie Jean King that you can continue to use as inspiration, it's fitting. And and I'm just so pleased that they did that, made that move.
1: And having it as a living legend as well. So, I mean, Billie Jean is, is, you know, a big part of this and supports all of these teams across the country and across the entire globe. Uh, John, how about the Davis Cup? Because there's been uh, some new additions coming in November
3: it's not just going to be in Madrid what's going on we're going to have additional final sites one in Innsbruck one in Italy because Italy needs more tennis events. this is a new tennis hotbed Italy but they'll be sort of co-hosting the finals and then Madrid will stay as one of the final sites but not at the Magic Box at Caja Magica so We are going to get Davis Cup, which we didn't have in 2020, a little bit different. I mean, again, part of the Davis Cup philosophy was to consolidate things, put things all on one site. COVID has made that difficult. We were a bit of an improvising year, but uh, things will be back to normal, I'm told, in 2022.
1: Oh, fantastic. But it is good to have both the Billie Jean King Cup and the Davis Cup back. Love these team competitions in our sport. All right, let's head back to Charleston. Semifinal Saturday in the Lowcountry. Algeber, Danka Kovenich playing for a spot in the final for the second straight week in Charleston. That was straight sets for Kovenich. But Chanda,
2: Ons said before the
1: match, I want my revenge.
2: (laughs) And she got it. I mean, from the start, it was a different Ons Jabor. She came out firing from the ground, firing on all cylinders. We started seeing the drop shot come into play. But once she tucked that first set away, it was tough for her. Couldn't serve it out, but finally got it and took that momentum into the second. And then we started seeing more drop shots, started seeing Jabor just finessing the ball. Hitting the right shots from the right positions. Had a little bit of physical trouble, uh, Jabor, at the end of that first set, but worked her way through it. And in the end, just had the strategy in mind. Broke Kovinich down. That has not been easy to do, but a fantastic win for Ons Jabor And on to her second final.
1: 18 wins this year. Second most on the WTA for the Tunisian. Three and love. She's been crushing it. Astra Sharma. Got to her first singles final in Bogota. Maria Camila Osorio-Serrano won her first title there just last week. Both these players coming from Colombia to Charleston. And today,
2: it was Astra Sharma. And it wasn't, you couldn't tell. At the end of this first set, it looked like Osorio-Serrano was going to take it. She was ahead throughout much of the set. And in the tiebreak had set points. But Sharma has been so solid, aggressive play coming in playing the right shots at the right time and here in the second set after losing the first game comes storming back wins four games in a row here is looking for five and just showed such poise Sharma in these new situations all week long. But she played her game when it mattered most and fantastic win for her. It's going to be an excellent final.
1: She got to the final, in Bogota wasn't able to get the title, so she'll go for her first title. So will Angeber, who's at a career high. We've seen Astra Sharma do quite well in doubles, in mixed doubles. Mm-hmm. has been to a Grand Slam final, but we'll see if she can do it at this level tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern. We've got the final for you right here, John. As we break down this matchup, Angeber, who has been playing spectacular tennis, I mean, listen, she's got three bagels in her last five sets against Astra mm-hmm. Sharma, who— we, you know, was kind of a surprise winner today. Who are you picking tomorrow? I, I love this
3: matchup. Uh, first of all, I, I think you've got to pick the top seed. You've got to pick Unstrap. She's a more experienced player. She's higher ranked. We love what she can do on a play court in particular. But Astra Sharma, it, it sort of gone from this is a nice story. She was pre-med. She went to Vanderbilt. She's found success to, wait a second, what's holding her back? Where, where's she been between the athleticism, that kick serve, that real poise? She's a good fighter. She's a player that's very easy to like. Um, I would pick Jabur, but uh, boy, this should be a really fun final. Nice contrast in styles, guys. Two very likable players. The, the way,
1: I mean, all Jabur has been playing these last few matches, has, it's on another level.
2: Well, let's talk about how satisfying it is to get to a final when you're the number one seed. You are playing according to your seeding. Everything's falling into place. And this is on the heels of a, an excellent week um, last week in Charleston at the Volvo Car Open. And I think for, for Jabbour, she's just finding that she can settle into her game. She can play different styles. She can throw in the, the mix-ups, the slices, the drop shots, but she can also pound the ball and hit big from the ground. And it's figuring out which style to use, and she's doing that beautifully this week. Don't count Astra Sharma out. As John said, this is going to be a really nice matchup, and she has shown us a lot of poise in big moments. And I think she's going to test Jabor a little bit in those mid-court areas and, and you know, with the slice, with the change-ups. you got to favor Jabor, but this should be a very nice match to watch.
1: Remember, no more quarterfinals, no more <laughs> semifinals. Jabour says, I want titles, but hashtag college tennis for Astra Sharma. Speaking of former collegiate tennis players, when we come back, what it's like to walk a mile in Danielle Collins' shoes,
2: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
1: Welcome back. Get ready for Grand Slam excitement on the red clay in Paris. Don't miss extensive daily live coverage of Roland Garros on Tennis Channel and Tennis Channel Plus beginning Sunday, May 30th. Well, Tennis Channel and New Balance are partnering to team up with some of the top players on their journey to Roland Garros. We're calling it In Their Shoes. And today, we check in with American Danielle Collins.
5: Day in my shoes. I start off the day with some breakfast, coffee, and then I head to the courts, get my training in for the day, and then I have a strength and conditioning session four times a week. I like to practice at a regular public park because I like how laid back everything is. At the end of the day, I like to cook, relax. I have four dogs, and we like to walk around in the neighborhood. I live in beautiful St. Pete. I really love being on the water, being at the beach, going on the boat, going fishing, and just being able to live a healthy outdoor lifestyle. Working with New Balance is super special. One of the things that I really love about being a part of the New Balance family is their commitment to charity and giving back to communities around the world. to work on my physical strength and my endurance, you can always expect me to be fiery and bring the competition on court.
1: Love these segments of In Their Shoes. Danielle Collins, we saw one from Coco Golf earlier. Uh, Danielle, recovering right now from surgery. She had Uh, surgery earlier this month in fact for endometriosis so is trying to come back for Roland Garros this year.
2: Yeah and, and you know it's been good to see her you know take care of something that has clearly been an issue it's been bothering her for a long time and that has made it very tough for her to play consistent tennis and already we see how well she started the year in spite of it hopefully she can get back as quickly as possible pick up where she left off and go even better but she's one of those players that it's fun to watch her compete she's a fiery competitor and you know you're going to get 100 percent from her nice to see a little bit behind the scenes of of what her day is like
1: absolutely and as she tries to get back to Roland Garros John this is the place where we saw her make the quarterfinals in Paris last year she's been to a Grand Slam semifinal had a great start to 2021 Uh, what are you hearing about the progress of Danielle right now
3: Yeah, I heard she'll be ready for the French Open. She got to the quarters last year. remember, too, she took on Nicolas Almagro for that clay segment last season. That, to me, said this is someone who realized she could be doing quite well on the clay. I think you're right. I think part of this is her game, but part of this, as Chanda says, is her her fightiness, her taste for battle. That matters on all surfaces, perhaps clay in particular, but we expect good things from her when she gets to Paris again Again, quarterfinalist last year.
1: Wishing all the best to Danielle Collins. Hope to see her in Paris. New episodes of In Their Shoes weekly here on TC Live. Plus, you can always see them streaming on Tennis.com. Speaking of Tennis.com, it's time to enter the social net here on TC Live. There is a new tennis channel, Inside In Podcast, featuring our man, Money Mitch Michaels. He's the host. And this week... It's Jimmy Arias as the guest talking about Monte Carlo and Chanda talking about some, some young guns on the men's tour as well coming up.
2: It's always fun to hear Jimmy Arias talk and he can talk. He's got stories for days and certainly with the, it feels like a little changing of the guard in some of these tournaments, although not completely uh, just yet, but it'll be fun to, to look at these upcoming young players and see who may be primed. Um, to step up big. So definitely check that out.
1: And Jimmy Arias is going to be with us on TC Live all next week as we cover the ATP event in Barcelona, plus three other events. Check out Tennis Channel's new podcast, the Inside In podcast. And then, John, take a look at this. Uh, if you wanted to get your cardio while also honing your, your volley skills, I yeah. mean, these, these videos are
3: incredible. We've come a long way from walking and chewing gum. This uh, <laughs> This is fantastic. You know, we saw Garvinia Muguruza on the bike the other day. We didn't see her doing this on a bike. Uh, this Again, I think Tennis Channel 2 studio has room for all of this. <laughs> we all put ourselves and our minds and our bodies to it. We have the space now. We can try and replicate this. But uh, do we have an identification on <laughs> this? Is, this is very impressive. I'd like to know who this gentleman is, and uh, he deserves a buy <laughs> in the next event. Chanda, right. can you do this?
2: No, Steve. I've never <laughs> attempted this, but I'm impressed you know, he's going forwards with the standard volleys, and he does the behind-the-back one, and that's where he got me. I'm like, okay, uh-uh, cut it off. That's it. That's all I got. All right,
1: I, I, you could do that, though. I could, I could try it. I think you could. Let's get Irv, Christina, you know, <laughs> Jesse, Greg, all of our sales team to get Peloton to be a sponsor of TC Live. We can all get bikes. We can all do it. Sunday, championship, you see all the times. Join us. We're with you for all the big matches tomorrow. Ruben Wortham Weissman back with you on TC Live. The final for Monte Carlo, 8:30 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. Let's head back to get a preview with Danny and Prakash.
5: All right, Steve back here at the DraftKings desk. Prakash, we're looking forward to a very big yes. Sunday championship match here. Both Finalists looking for their first ATP Masters 1000 title. What does Stefano Tsitsipas have to get done to win it?
4: Well, I think he can't let Andre Rublev get into the driver's seat. I mean, Andre is so good when he's right up on that baseline, banging away on both sides. And Andre has been playing high percentage tennis, pounding those cross courts, being very patient before he uses that down the line. Steph needs to attack. I like to see him come into the net a bit more, put a little pressure on Andre and r- rush the Russian.
5: All right. Well, on the flip side, how can the Russian Andre Rublev
4: hold the trophy? Well, I think he's going to need to keep uh, a depth on his balls, as he has been doing, and just keep Steph back and, and dictate on his terms.
5: Well, we are certainly looking forward to a big championship Sunday here, Steve.
1: Gotta love it. And Danny going going with the scarf today. All right, John, who's, who's your winner?
3: Oh, man. Um, I'm, I'm going Rublev. He got Sitsipas. the last time they played. I think he knows as well as anyone. He's won a lot of matches. It's time for him to step up and win a big one. Again, I'm so impressed with his mid-court power. You beat Nadal, you got to be the uh, favorite to win the final.
2: I'm going with Sitsipas. I think he needs this a little more. Okay, I love it. And by the <laughs> way, whoever
1: wins this leads the race to Turin. Already, that's, that's... right? We're, we're We're in April. Don't miss it, 8.30 a.m. Eastern tomorrow, the final from Monte Carlo for Chanda and John. I'm Steve. Thanks for watching TC Live.